this is RJ Hunt here, and you're listening to my podcast series titled Buffed Up Sports. During this podcast, I will be discussing the hottest topics in sports. The focus will be on Detroit sports, but time to time, the topics may venture out into teams outside of the Detroit region. If you love basketball, baseball, football, boxing, MMA, wrestling, all the sports, you name it, then this is the podcast for you. Listen to the podcast to hear sports from the mind of someone straight out of the Gen Z generation. I truly hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please leave a nice review and subscribe. Also, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at RJ underscore Hunt 36. Once again, you are listening to the Buffed Up Sports Podcast Series. Now it's time to get the show on the road. What up, what up, what up? Little people, big people, all people. Man, has it been a minute or what? But welcome to another episode of Buffed Up Sports. Yeah, we back in the building, baby. First off, gotta say, Happy New Year. Yes, yes, as crazy as 2020 was, a year we would never forget, we made it. To the end of Jumanji, as they call it. But in all seriousness, yes, we made it to another year. So that's got to be a blessing, right? Well, yeah, but the way this year's already started off, it's like 2020 is showing 2021 around. It's like giving it a tour or something of how to do the year thing. I don't know, but it's definitely been an eventful way to start the year. and We're barely a weekend at this point, but hey. That's the world we living in right now, man. All in all, the year hasn't been so bad. I mean, it's been not great, but it's not horrible. Let me explain. Buffed Up Sports got some great news this week. Buffed Up Sports is finally available on all platforms. So any platform that streams podcasts, you best to believe Buffed Up Sports is on there. Hello. We made it, baby. We made it big time now. Your boy did it. So, hey, no complaints there. That's, I found that out like January 1st, I think, or it was January 2nd. So that's how my year started off. No complaints from me. But it's now time to do what I came to do. And that's talk sports to each and every one of you. So let me do what I do. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, I'm too hyped. It's been a minute. I, I can't control my energy because I'm so excited to talk to y'all. It's really been about a month. That's probably the longest I've ever went without putting out an episode. And I got a lot to talk to y'all about. So let's get into it, baby. First, let's talk boxing. So since the last time you heard from me, um, Triple G has had a fight. Canelo's had a fight. Ryan Garcia has had a fight. Triple G toyed around with his opponent. No, Not an exciting fight there. Triple G knocked him out. Canelo fought a guy twice his height. And he still dogged him, dominated, got a clean decision victory. No surprise there. Straight up, y'all, to me, Canelo is still the number one pound-for-pound fighter. I know everybody got their different opinions, but nobody's knocked this dude down. Like, he fought Floyd early in his career compared to where he's at now. Like, I would love to see a Canelo prime versus Floyd prime right about now. When Floyd did fight Canelo, we got it. Post-Floyd Prime, pre-Canelo Prime. So we just missed that one. But hey, 
that's boxing for you. They hardly ever match up perfectly now as far as today's boxing world. Ryan Garcia got dropped for the first time in his last fight. I mean, dropped. I was like, oh, my God. Y'all know how Snoop was with Nate Robinson? That was me when Ryan Garcia got dropped because it caught me off guard. But he got back up. I give him that. He got right back up. He calmed down because he was going in there wild. So, I mean, that's what happened. When you going wild, you get dropped. So, he calmed down, got his composure, and he won by knockout. Hit a nice body shot. That was all she wrote. But now Garcia is trying to go for Tank Davis. And I don't think he wants that smoke yet because I'm scared Tank might kill him. No joke. Tank ain't what Garcia want right now. He he Garcia just got dropped in the fight that he shouldn't have got dropped in, to be honest. So if he want to fight Tank, he better do another fight or two before he go ahead and do that one. Maybe fight a Shakur Stevenson or something. I don't know. But don't go for Tank yet because I ain't going to lie. Tank that dog right now. But... Hey, if Garcia want that smoke, shout out to him for wanting it, but I don't think he do want it. He shouldn't want it. Oh, well, it's not me getting in the ring. Brian Kenny, you know the commentator who's been doing the fights lately? He's done some on The Zone, and he's done some on Fox Pay-Per-View now. Can we please ban him from commentating fights? After having Snoop Dogg for the Tyson and Jones fight, Brian Kenny just looks sorry. He's the one that's a professional. He's the one that does this for a living. Brian Kenny, please stick to baseball because I do not like his boxing commentating. Boxing need me to commentate their fights because all Brian Kenny do is argue with the color analysts and it's just so annoying to listen to, especially when you got a nice fight going on. Who want to listen to the play-by-play commentator argue? I mean, that's all he do. That's why Floyd told him, Brian Kenny, a man of many things, but a master of nothing. I'm sorry for going in on Brian Kenny, but I've had to listen to him ruin some decent fights, and I just can't take it anymore. Somebody has to say something. All right? And if it got to be me, so be it. Another thing I have a problem with boxing is that the promotion needs to be better. I'm going to be honest, the Garcia fight, Canelo fight, and Triple G fight, I didn't know anything about until maybe a good week in advance before they happened. Now, maybe I'm just living under a rock or something, or the promotion needs to be better, but something is lacking in that promotion department, I think. And then all these fights have been on the zone with like Triple G, Triple G, Canelo, Garcia fights all on the zone. Then you had Spence a few weeks ago, not a month ago or whatnot. He was on pay per view. You know, maybe that's not a best option right now. What happened to Premier Boxing Champs? Remember when they start throwing the fights on NBC and Fox for free? You know, championship fights, world championship fights for free on cable television. I don't know what happened to that, but honestly, that's what got me back into boxing. Because when Floyd retired, I was kind of like, I don't know what to do. Because all the good fights, real, real good fights were coming on pay-per-view. And it wasn't like I was trying to drop 60, 70 each fight. So I just had to watch the highlights next day. And that was getting annoying. So finally, perfect time. And they brought Premier Boxing Champs. Free World Championship fights on cable live. It's nothing better than that, right? And then it started slowly fading away to weaker and weaker fights to the point I don't even see it on TV anymore. And 
with the pandemic going on, I don't know if it's a gift or a curse putting the fights on pay-per-view right now. I guess it's a gift since you're not having that fan revenue as far as attendance and all that. And hey, a lot of people are bored at home. So, I mean, if they want to watch a fight, I guess they will blow that stack. <laughs> but not blow a stack because they're not a stack. But y'all get the point. They're blowing their money. But on the other hand, you got people not working. So it's like, do they really want to blow their money on a fight? And then honestly, none of these fighters to me are pay-per-view worthy fighters where they could put literally all their fights on pay-per-view. It's only like a few fighters who no matter who they fight, they can put it on pay-per-view. So like Canelo, for example, I think he can do it. Plus Canelo got the Mexico fan. He got all his country supporting him. So he, he gonna do all right in them pay-per-view numbers. But then you got these people who what I'm trying to say is Canelo is somebody who non-boxing fans know about. And again, he got a whole country about him. So he can do a fight on pay-per-view against a quote-unquote nobody and be fine. But you got some of these other guys putting fights on pay-per-view who your non-boxing fans don't know about. And I feel like if you don't have the non-boxing fan like popularity yet, you shouldn't be doing pay-per-view fights. Unless it's a Good fighter first and another good fighter. But if you're going against somebody who's not that known, you should be on free cable television. So let me give you an example. We're going to switch it to UFC for a second. Conor McGregor, right? Before I started watching UFC, I knew at least who Conor McGregor was. He was that popular of a guy. Still is. So who can you think of in boxing right now that has that McGregor popularity? Now, I'm a boxing fan, so I'm a little biased towards who I think should have that popularity and who shouldn't. So if you're a non-boxing fan, I would want to know who's a boxer that you know about, even if you don't watch their fights, but you at least know their name. Maybe Deontay Wilder? I mean, the dude goes viral after all his fights, for the most part, for his knockouts. Until the last one where he got knocked out. But that's besides the point. I mean, I, I guess he's a popular one. But other than that, I don't know who's that big of a draw. So I don't know. Boxing just needs to do better with their promotion. That's what I think. Now, today's theme is why did I have to be born in Michigan? Or as the PA announcer of the Detroit Pistons, John Mason, says... The great state of Michigan and Ypsilanti, born and raised on the playground where... No, you're not feeling it? No? Okay. Anyway. Yeah, I know. I'm from Ipsy. Ypsilanti, Michigan. Growing up in Michigan, at least in the Lower Peninsula, if there is not a sporting game on national TV, but there's a game on, you're forced to watch the team in your region, right? So again, being in the LP, as we call it, that means you're forced to watch the Tigers, Red Wings, Lions, Pistons. Because that's the region we in. Right? Right. So, you could say, RJ, you're not forced to watch these teams. Why do you like them so much? That's the reason right there. You, I kind of am forced to watch because I want to watch the games. It's not exactly I want to watch these teams every night, but hey. I love sports, so 
It's kind of what I'm stuck with. And then over the years, you get so invested into them, it's kind of like it's stuck to you. Like, I didn't ask to be a Lions fan. <laughs> Definitely never asked for that. I don't think anybody in the history of ever has asked to be a Lions fan. It's kind of something that you're stuck with, you know. Most people will tell you it got passed down generation to generation. That's usually how it goes. You're kind of forced into it. Now, as far as Lions, Tigers, and Red Wings, again, it's just because those are the teams who are on in my region, so that's the teams I favor, right? And then hometown loyalty, that's all that is. So basically, I'm going to give you all my thoughts on each of the teams, give a little reflection on them, hopefully some good luck going into the new year, some 2021 situations, or my goals, their goals, whatever it may be, just listen. As I've said before, I don't watch too much hockey. Only time I watch it is in the playoffs. And the Red Wings have been bad for the last few seasons. So, therefore, I haven't watched much hockey. But after going months without sports because of the pandemic, I realized I need to be a little more grateful for whatever sport and event is on. So, this year, I'm going to try to watch a little more hockey games. I'm not planning to watch every single game. I don't see that happening. But... I do want to watch some here and there. I do. I want to see some hockey. Yes, I do. I actually prefer to go to a game because everybody has said going to a game is better than anything. But that won't be happening anytime soon because of the climate we live in. Size the point. Next, the Tigers. I'll probably watch two Tigers games all of last season. You know, it's so hard for me to watch baseball because when your team is trash, like my Tigers are trash, and then you don't have a crowd in attendance to, you know, pump up the energy, it's just so hard to watch. Like the Tigers, I used to love the Tigers. I knew every player on the team, positions they played, the trading cards, I had them, all that. I was going to the games every season. I probably haven't been to a game in three years now. I probably can't even name... Five players on the team at this point. It's just bad. Now, how I was just talking about I want to go to a hockey game to get more invested into the sport. I got invested into baseball by going to the games. I didn't watch baseball on TV very often. Went to some games, got invested. I Like I said, I haven't been to a Tigers game in about two, three years now. But I remember the last game I went to, Tigers, they're in the same boat they are right now. They sucked. But... Something about baseball games, man. The atmosphere is just so cool. I can't even remember if Tigers won or lost that game just because I remember the game was just so fun to be at. And it was that was funny because I wasn't even supposed to go to that game. That was I was downtown Detroit trying to go see the magician David Blaine. Got downtown so early, I said, Hey, the Tigers playing. Looked at my phone, seen they only in the second inning. I said, bump it, I'm going. Got some standing room seats, and I might have moved down a few more rows than standing room. But, hey, I was at the game. My point is, hopefully, hockey can do the same thing for me as far as going to a game, getting invested. So, I'm going to try to watch more hockey this year. I'm going to try to watch more baseball this year. Lions. I was able to watch majority of the Lions games this year. I don't know how I did it, but I did. I may not made it to the second half of a good chunk of their games, but, hey, I watched them. Plus, once they were eliminated, I stopped caring altogether. Thank God himself, I missed that Buccaneers game. You know the game we got smacked 47-7? to 7? 
You know, Tom Brady threw like three or four touchdowns in the first half alone. So glad I missed that game. And obviously, Lions go through some changes. No coach, no official head coach right now, no GM. Hopefully by the next episode, we'll know who those will be, you know. But right now, I haven't heard nothing. But y'all know something that happens. Every time I record and put the episodes out, I swear something big happens like either that day I put it out or the next day. So I bet you the day I put this out, Friday, I bet you the Saturday after I put this out, we're going to know who our head coach is. I can almost guarantee it. In fact, next episode, I'm going to tell you if I was right or wrong about this. So y'all remember this. Some good news for the Lions, though. I predicted they would go 3-13. and They shut me up by going a solid 5-11. and Sarcasm on the solid. Point is, hey, they did two wins better than what I thought they were going to do. So shout out to them for that. Not only do we have to figure out the new coach and GM, but we got some franchise making decisions to make this offseason. First off, the most important one, Matthew Stafford. What do we do with him? Is it time to let him go? Or what? I personally say, let him go. And it's not because I don't like Stafford, because I actually do. The dude is one of the toughest quarterbacks you will see in the league probably ever. I mean, as long as I've been around, he's the toughest one I've seen. Thing is, we suck. Stafford's a good player. Let him go win a ring. Let him get on the team with a solid offensive line and let him just show out there. And they talking about Drew Brees might retire. I'm Stafford. I'm going to New Orleans and I'm trying to win me that Super Bowl that the Lions held me back from for the last decade. I'm serious. If I'm Stafford, I'm out of here. My man's, hey, he did what he could for the city. Best quarterback the franchise has ever had. And that was nowhere near enough as we didn't win a playoff game. In fact, I seen a stat the other day talking about the Lions haven't won a playoff game since the early 90s. So I said, well, dang, that means I've never seen the Lions playoff win. My parents have only seen one. And my grandparents probably remember three, four best at best. Franchise just poverty, man. But anyway, Stafford did what he could. Won enough. He showed love to the city. He did his thing. Just ain't work out. Then you got to decide Kenny Galladay. I don't know how to feel about Kenny Galladay because he out cold with it. Definitely a nice receiver, but he get hurt too much, man. So who knows what we're about to do with him. Moving on, Pistons. Y'all know me. I'm a diehard Pistons fan. I love them more than the other teams. That was the first sport I ever started watching. Detroit basketball. Chauncey ripped all them. That's how I started, and I ain't looked back since. The Pistons. They're bad. They're very, very bad. They are literally one of, if not the worst team in the league. But, hey. I can honestly say through all their games, it's been competitive. That's all I ask for this year. Just keep them competitive. Don't, don't get smacked by 30-20 every night. No, don't do that. Keep them games within 10. You ain't getting a complaint out of me. I ain't going to lie. After the Pistons' first game, I was upset because I'm like, dang, we had a 10-point lead with a few minutes left, and we blew it. But then I learned that's kind of about to be the norm this year. It's about to be a lot of games we lose where we have the lead late in the game and we're going to blow it because we don't have that veteran experience as much. So I'm like, fine. As long as the young guys are improving, I can't complain. So 
I've been loving what I'm seeing from Josh Jackson this year. He's been out last few games because he got hurt, but um, before he got hurt, been loving what he's been doing. And luckily, the injury was not so serious where he's out long period of time. Josh Jackson back at home showing out. I love it. He might have been the low key steal of the offseason for the Pistons because a lot of people ain't know what to think of it, but he's probably one of our biggest moves. And if it's not Josh Jackson, then it's Jeremy Grant. Because a lot of people, oh, he's overpaid. Da 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 da. But Jeremy Grant said when he came to Detroit, he wanted a challenge. He could have stayed on the Denver Nuggets, a competitive team in the West. Got the exact same amount of money Detroit offered him. Been on a better team. And he said, no. I want to go to the team that's not that good. The team on the up and coming because I want to be that guy. It's like, all right, man. We're going to give you the money. Now here's your challenge. Be that guy. He was like, all right, bet. Bro been dropping 20 near every game now. Just hit 31 the other night. Career high. Come on now. Come on now. I need more of that. Give me that all year. Don't just, don't just be no little hot streak going on. I need all that. I need that two-piece and the biscuit. And as far as the rookies go, drafting Stewart, great. Drafting Sadiq Bay, great. I really like Bay. Pause. But seriously, Isaiah Stewart, everybody calling him the up-and-coming Ben Wallace, or they he reminds them. Of Ben Wallace, and I mean, I can see why you make them comparisons. He ain't being yet, but you you see the point. The flashes are there because of just the way he plays. Then you got Bay. A lot of people were upset trading Luke, but I ain't gonna lie, I like Bay way more than Luke already. My problem with Luke, I told y'all, just too hesitant. Wouldn't shoot the ball. He was probably the only player on the team that. Commits 10 straight shots, and I'll be like, keep shooting. But he wouldn't even take 10 shots. See, Sadiq Beto, he going to take them 10 shots whether he making or missing. And I love it. Be aggressive, young fella. Be aggressive. So, yeah, I like Bay more than Luke already. Hopefully, he keep it up. And then DeLon Wright, he hasn't done nothing. So, you're probably wondering, why are you bringing him up if he hasn't done nothing? Bring him up because doesn't he look like Rip Hamilton to y'all? <laughs> Seriously, the man look like Lil Rip out there. I call him Lil Rip every time he's on the court. By the way, my nickname for Josh Jackson is Seven Mile Josh. And as y'all know, Pistons Twitter got the nickname for Isaiah Stewart with uh, B. Stew. I'm not even about to say Sadiq Bay nickname. If you're on Pistons Twitter, you know what it is. Shout out to my man's Trey Martaz. Go follow him on Twitter at Trey Martaz. <laughs> Seriously, if you know what it is, you know, I can't say it, but it's funny. Family friendly, man. Family friendly. What else we got to talk about? Killian Hayes, the seventh pick of the draft. They gave him the keys to the franchise as our new starting point guard. And man, has it been rough for him. He, he has not done so hot at all. I'm going to be honest, but I'm not hating on the brother yet. It's not even 10 games in. He didn't get a summer league. He didn't get a real training camp preseason four games. Hey. What you expect? He's only 19. Dude's only a few months older than me. So I ain't tripping. Hey, he'll learn, hopefully. But I ain't gonna lie, it hasn't been great. People are already dogging him, though, talking about he a bust and all that. Chill, man, chill. Again, he's 19. Hasn't even played 10 games yet. 
But I tell you what sucks. Him jacking up his hip being out for a period of time now. Facing season ending surgery. Woo. Now that's tough. I hope he bounced back though. I hope he bounced back. Because I want him to shut everybody up. And quite frankly, the Pistons need a starting point guard because Derrick Rose, he my mans, but he ain't it. Speaking of Derrick Rose, Rose and Blake, Blake Griffin, I wish we could let them go. I really do. I really do, but I don't see it happening. Not no time soon. You might be able to pull off a Rose trade, but Blake, Blake, you my dog. You gave the city everything. You remind me of Stafford, man. Blake and Stafford gave the city everything. In Blake case, he literally blew out his knee trying to go all out for the Pistons. And man's ain't been right since. And honestly, with the new direction the team going in now, it just, it just, he need to go. Nothing against him. I like Blake. He'll be a good asset on a good team. He's just not a good asset on a bad team. Sorry, Blake. But that's the way it is. See, like Jeremy Grant. He's an asset on a bad team right now. He's putting up 30 a night. He's not the problem or nothing. Then you got Blake. It's like he could still play, but he can't lead the team, dog. But with his contract so high, who's going to take that on? I was like, shoot, if they want to reach a buyout, can they do that? <laughs> Seriously, man. But Blake, that's my dog. He gave the city his all, but it just ain't it. You know, the craziest thing to me, is with all the craziness going on in the world right now, as far as America and at the Capitol, all that that happened the other day, you know, had to put the Capitol on lockdown because of the stuff going on outside of it. The Pistons had a game that night. So I question, are the NBA even going to play games tonight? Because, I mean, I will understand if they don't. And so after spending a few hours looking at CNN and on my social media feed full of pictures and videos of the protests going on, I was like, all right, Pistons playing tonight. Give me something different to look at because I can't watch this all day. Cool. Got my plan for tonight. So I turned on the Pistons. I'm like, all right, Detroit basketball. Let's go, baby. What we about to do against them Bucks, dog? And I'll be doggone. They got smacked by the Bucks. I mean, they was getting 30 ball at one point. They ended up losing by like 15, but they was down at 30. How is this going to take me off of what I just seen on TV earlier? I just don't understand. You know, the NBA did their thing with the protests. Pistons taking a knee in the Bucks as well during the tip of their game to open the night. And what's funny to me is, <laughs> it's not funny, but it's funny. When they threw up the tip ball and everybody took the knee, first thing I said was, Plumley, why did you take the jump? <laughs> why did you jump? I thought he gave up. I thought he was like, oh, this Lopez, I ain't about to get that. <laughs> Then I realized what they was doing. I felt stupid. I was like, oh, my bad. Because <laughs> I seriously started yelling at the TV like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, my bad. But, hey, I'm glad the NBA showing that they know what's going on. You know, it's always great to have them voices out there with their platforms. But in all seriousness, I know we all got our different views, and I'm not trying to get too political. But in all seriousness, I really do hope things can come together. And I really hope that peace is the final solution to all the craziness going on. 
Because at the end of the day, I think that's what we all want. We just want peace. Um, call it what you want, but we do want peace. We just want everybody to be happy with one another. No hate or love. And that's why I be telling y'all, spread love. Because we need it right now, man. There's so much hate going on. Like, I hate the Bulls, Chicago Bulls. I hate the Green Bay Packers. You know, like, that's the type of hate I, you should have. Because it's a sports team. We shouldn't be hating people, though. That's not, that's not the right way to live life, man. It's not. And what's going on, it's, it's just not it. It's not. Got to get it together. Got to get it together, people. Spread love. With that being said, the music is starting to play. So let me tell you, don't forget to add me on Instagram and Twitter. My handle is the same for both accounts at RJ underscore Hunt 36. Also, I'm on TikTok now. Yes, I'm on TikTok now at RJ Hunt 36. Follow me on the tickety tockety. I thank each and every one of you for listening. I hope you come back to hear more episodes. If you can, please subscribe. Please leave a rating. And leave a review if you can, please, because I love to hear the feedback. And oh yeah, if you don't mind, send out the podcast to some friends. I just told y'all, we available on all streaming platforms. So again, if you go look up Buffed Up Sports on whatever podcasting streaming you listen to, you best to believe Buffed Up Sports going to be on there. Okay? So go send it out. Now just remember, most importantly, to spread love, keep your chest out, hold your head up, show off them pretty teeth, and don't you worry about a thing. Till next time, y'all be good out there. God bless you all. To the new year. Let's get some Detroit sports going, getting big wins, baby. And I'm dipping out of here. Peace.